y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. You know what it is. It's them kids and wives and nine to fives, but we are still married to the games. One, two, five. Thank you guys so much for being here. It's your boy Gabe Patillo with Tim Router and Timothy Hall, of course. And as always, we are talking games and life, life and games. Mm, 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 mm. And we are here. We did it. I'm so proud of you guys. I knew you could do it too. You know, the first um, 124, I wasn't that impressed, but exactly. Now, now, but now that you're here, now we're in the big leagues, baby. We, you guys are really dedicated to this. <laughs> <laughs> and it just surprises me so much. Um, that's right. 125 straight, 125 episodes every week. Dang it. Dang, Dang, that's a man. lot in a week. That, that, <laughs> we do 125 somethings each episode. That's pretty sure. amazing, man. I'm, I'm impressed with us. Uh, yep. 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 Makes me want to jump back and kiss myself. That's right. Hmm. Um, we should start with the birthday boy. Huh? What? Router. I- I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm old now. <laughs> I forgot to tell you, I was going to go pick up your cane today. Oh, thank you. No problem. Uh, <laughs> yes, well, there you have it. This past on Super Bowl Sunday, I turned forty, ladies and gentlemen. Nice. So I'm in the big leagues now, um, and I already feel it because let's I knew see. There was a reason Katy Perry was trying extra hard. I know exactly. She was like, "This one's for Rowdy." That's right. <laughs> nice. And then she threw in a little Missy Elliott for me too, which was awesome. Which was a birthday surprise. That was. It was my yeah, surprise. All of a sudden, it felt like the '90s again. <laughs> exactly. I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was great, man. I started listening to some Missy Elliott after that. It was great. Uh-huh. Um, yes, I am 40. Thank you, by the way, community, for all the birthday love. Uh, I very much appreciate it. Uh, I am already feeling it because I've already had one allergy attack and I hurt my back. <laughs> so <laughs> we're doing awesome. You threw your back out? You no, know, it was. It, it, I pulled a muscle. I don't know if it was from lifting, um, from working out, or if it, I just tweaked it somehow when I picked up Piper. And it, it was weird. It might just oh, be the cold man. weather. It could just be the cold weather, but yeah, it's it's tw- <laughs> it's tweaked a little bit, which kind of sucks. But I'll uh, I'll be fine. But um, sorry to hear that. But yeah, man, I'm actually excited for this. It's good. I don't feel any different, and uh, you know, it's 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 another decade. Here we go. Right. So just kind of take it head on. Um, my wife threw an amazing party. Hall, wish you were there. I um, know, uh, Hall. We had like, hey, I was rocking it up in East Tennessee. That's, that's right. We yeah, uh, we had about twenty six adults and eleven kids packed in our house. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, there was a toddler dance off, and uh, and then my sweet wife got me a a mobile video game uh, company to come out, and we all played the snot out of Halo for about an hour, and it was amazing. Yeah, Halo Four. <laughs> Halo Four. So is it one of those like? car game thing it was a trailer basically and it it was cool like you walk in and there's uh seats to the left and how many tvs were there gabe like eight or so to the right yeah i want to say so he had like Hmm. xbox 360s and there was a wii u and then there were little uh sound bars behind you as you sat so you could Mm -hmm. hear everything and we just did some some halo 4 and tore it up and multiplayer yeah it was it was a lot of fun so it was great. My wife uh, is amazing. So that was a great idea. Yeah, it was really cool. And um, let's see, Super Bowl happened. Um, so it sure did. The, my, my party <laughs> was on the party that uh, I didn't want to have a birthday party on Super Bowl because everybody's got their own plans. So we did the actual birthday party Saturday night, 
And then Sunday we went over to some friend's house, um, our friends, Leah and Jeffrey. And, um, it was very sweet. They made me a cake and everything, which they didn't have to. And, and they also had, uh, tattoos with my face on it, which I thought was pretty hilarious. Yes. Um, because I still have mine on my arm for some strange reason. Do you? No, I had, I, I peeled mine off. Oh, come on. You reapplied it yesterday. <laughs> I still have, of course I have more. I will put more on. Don't worry. <laughs> Leah gave me a ton of them. So, um, Gabe's wife, Jenny and Leah have a tat, a tattoo, uh, business going on on Etsy, I believe. And they're tearing it up with all these really great ideas for tattoos. And we've used them quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, man, just, you know, Work's kicking my butt again, and like I said, I had an allergy attack again. I'm actually, uh, this was the basically the final straw. I called my allergist, and I'm like, uh, okay, doc, so let's talk about what we're going to do here because I'm having another attack. And uh, he's like, this is really weird because you shouldn't be having, there's like nothing out there that's alive, that's pollen, that, that, that <laughs> oh, should be geez. doing anything. So, you, Are you allergic to dogs? No. Okay. Uh, so what we're doing is he's taking me off any antihistamines for seven days. And then next week I go in for another skin test and he's also going to take some blood work um, and see what happens because now he's thinking it could be a food allergy of some sort, which would be great. And which would pretty much be on par with everything that I'm allergic to. <laughs> Wait uh, a second. Do you have a gluten allergy? No, because I don't get that, that cramping, like he's allergic crazy. to the medicine. No, what what I get are <laughs> the, the gallbladder cramps. No, no, what I get are uh, head swell. Well, feel like my head swell, like it's all mm. sinus. I get uh, bloodshot eyes, which looks like so. I look like I've smoked crack for a week. Nice, um, <laughs> and just like nose dripping, um, a little bit of wheezing, and yeah, it's you're just kind of. I know when it comes on, and so I I pop a, an antihistamine as quickly as I can. It takes a little while, so I have to ride it out for like an hour, an hour and a half, and then I'm fine. So it ain't stopping me, man. I could, I kept working and blowing my nose, and I actually had two tissues up my nose while I'm on a conference call the other day. So <laughs> that's just how nice. I got to roll these days. But yeah, it's just, it is frustrating because I'm I'm on my shots. In fact, I've actually upgraded to every two weeks where I get my shots now. And by the end of February, it'll be every three weeks. So like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, but it's just something's up. So, so my allergist is mm. cool. He, he and I are like best buds now. So we're, we're like private investigators trying to figure out exactly what the cause of this is. So, but enough medical news. Um, I finished rise. Son oh, of Ro- wow. Rome. It's super, sh- it's a super short campaign. There's oh, only okay. seven, there's only seven or eight chapters. And it it was really good. I enjoyed it. It was actually really good for me to get used to which buttons were which. Uh, Because when you do uh, in combat, you can do execution kills and it's color coded. You know, it it flashes a color before. Um, So it kind of helped me with the Xbox controller, like just get the right which buttons are which. Because I always want to go instead of A and B. Is A A and B are below and X and Y are up top. I always try. I always reverse it. And the reversed and the reversed from the Wii U gamepad. Right, right. Which is B A. I'll never understand the I'll never understand the logic of why they do their button schemes the way they do schematics the way they do, but what have you. Um. And let's see. So I finished Rise and I popped in Halo. Started Halo One and and bored. Amen. But it's an old game. Yeah, I know. But I had a I had a lovely conversation with Mr. Matt Lighty last night. He said, "Dude, let's talk Halo real quick." 
So he's like, you got to think of it as like a, a video game history lesson because this was what brought Halo was what brought him back into video games. And he's like, you have to write it out. It's one of the it's a it's one of the better stories of video games. You just have to write it out because it's there's still a lot of set, you're in that still a lot of setup time. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this. And, you know, I've, I was thinking about it. I am kind of spoiled because I'm a new generation gamer, so I don't have a lot of that nostalgia for all right. these older games. Like I wasn't in I didn't grow up with an SNES or Dreamcast or anything like that. So I'm I'm coming into this with full on great graphics, you know, really advanced uh, gaming technologies versus what was in the yeah. past. A and lot of bugs worked out. A lot, yeah, a yeah, lot of bugs work out. Annoying stuff. So I have to give Halo the benefit of the doubt here, and so I'm going to just keep going and proceed. And and really, I'm just going to keep playing Halo until February 20th when the order comes out. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to give it another shot. I mean, it's really, it's really not, it's not terrible, but it's just not grabbing me yet and i just need to stay in it because i want to know the master chief story like everybody like right. every video gamer needs to know that so now that i have an xbox i need to go back and do that and it's kind of my mission because i want to you know i really like the console i think i think you know, i love the fact that i have both consoles now so it's just it's very cool so yeah that's me um also uh on the mobile side playing a mess at a crossy roads man that is a great game who is it Crossy Roads? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I dude, don't know. I play that game. I it is my. That. Yeah, yeah, you talked about that. You talked about that. Yeah, like four or five episodes ago, and I saw it in the App Store the other day. I'm like, oh, I got to pull this down. And dude, I've been hooked on that. <laughs> it's endless Frogger game. Yeah, it's oh, a mine, okay. it, it's Minecraft with Frogger thrown in, but it but it's I it's really smart, man. I like the graphics and how everything. It's just. It was just uh, some gra- it just gravitated to me and uh, continuing to play the mess out of trivia crack too. So at Tim Router, hit at me, everybody. Let's do some trivia together. Nice. Halsifer. Not much on the work front, luckily. So we've kind of been um, getting a little bit more time in uh, to watch TV, watch movies, uh, play some games and stuff. Things are leveling out. That's great. Yeah. Um, well, that's why you hustled the, for the whole month of December, man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and January. Exactly. Um, but this past weekend we went and visited, uh, Krista's grandparents and I love getting to visit them. It's so, it's, you're very isolated out there. It's very beautiful landscape. So basically mm-hmm. you look out the, the window and you just see mountains. It's great. Beautiful. Oh, do you um, have a vision quest? <laughs> I always do. <laughs> Um, every, every time we go out there, I'm like, man, I could get a little bit closer to moving out here. I bet. Uh, It's just that pretty. You're Um, a country boy at heart though. Anyway, aren't you? Well, sort of, I think like, I like the idea of, um, kind of living off the beaten path, but at the same time, it's not, it's not effective for the kind of business I think that I typically have to do. Mm -hmm. Um, it just depends. I mean, I don't know. When I retire, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Mm-hmm. And then I marathoned my butt off on Far Cry 4 because yes. basically, like, I think when I had discussed it last week, I think I was maybe a third of the way through the story. I'm not mm-hmm. sure exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I did a little live stream because I was like, these, so there's some missions in the middle where they 
like require you to do stealth. Mm-hmm. Like you stealth. You can't get seen. Yep. Yeah. I can't stand that. <laughs> I love those. It doesn't man. make much sense. Like, <sighs> like I look at all the guys on the map and I'm like, wow, I could easily execute all of everybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like to require stealth. It's like, man, like just let me play the game. Like the way I've been playing, like I'd been playing the game, just like mowing everything down the entire time. And then, it's like all of a sudden I have to sneak now. Oh man. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, torture for you. It. I had to live stream it cause it was just humorous. I was like, Hey, come watch me fail. fail stealth stealth. Yeah. I remember that. that was and funny. actually it was funny because once I started to stream, I started doing fine. So I was like, mm. well, I guess that helped a little bit cause people were like, Oh, Put come on, you on. can do it. Find your inner router. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Find your inner router. I and love then, those men. And then last night I had to find my inner Patillo because I had to just play the mess out of it. I knew I was yes. close to the end. I just had to get to get through the rest of it. Yes. And we, we should go ahead and mention he, he, I, I was pushing, I don't know if he was wanting to already, but I was pushing Hall to beat it because today I'm so excited about this, but today the first time in forever we're doing a spoiler cast at the end of this episode. We'll be spoiling Far Cry 4 since we've all three beaten it now. Good. I think well, the I've only time he spoiled it. <laughs> you spoiled, spoiled that you've beaten it. Uh, other than that, yeah, not much on the on the game front. Just Far Cry Four, and played probably a good ten hours of it in the last week. So I love awesome. that. That's great, yeah. man. <laughs> and those ten hours were in probably about two days. So yeah, great. That was fun. Perfect. All right, Mister Patillo, talk about your week. Um, well. Today, uh, February 4th, in 1913, Rosa Parks was born in Tuskegee, yes. Alabama. Happy Black History Let's Month, all this. y'all. Let's do this. Nice. Black History Month is back, ladies That's and gentlemen. That's right. Every February, I break it down. February 5th, Hank Aaron and Natalie Cole were born. Hank Aaron, 1934. Natalie Cole in 1950. February is a good month, people. That's all I can Look say. That. There's a lot of good birthdays. Boom. Boom shakalaka. And interestingly enough, in 1990, Columbia, Columbia University graduate and Harvard University law student Barack Obama became the first African-American president of Harvard of the Harvard Law Review. Wow. So he's been the first African-American president of two things. That's pretty amazing. Pretty impressive. Anyway. Um, Love that. Yes. Thank you. So like I told you guys, we have a phone number. And sometimes we get this. Hey, play Borderland. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, it. Uh, Gabe, I love it. Play Borderlands. <laughs> but, uh, sometimes it's used, um, for good. Hey y'all, it's Raven, Raven Fade. Just calling to say happy birthday to Mr. Router, the coolest 40 oh. year old on the planet. Gets to work with Darius Rucker every week. Darius doing his thing, the Tim, Tim, and Darius show. You know how it goes. Anyhow, guys, happy birthday, Ryder. Happy 40th. Great job, man. Oh, man. Thanks, Raven. Hi, this is uh, Kyle from Boise again, Marvel Zombie 616. Uh, I just realized I, uh, when I called and said happy birthday to Tiger Claw, I sang the birthday song, and some guy just came up and took five bucks out of my pocket for 
copyright infringement. So I just want to call back and say uh, happy birthday without the song. So this would be completely safe. No copyright infringement. Happy right. Happy birthday to Tiger Claw. Take it easy, guys. That's awesome. Router, hey, wanted to call and wish you a happy 40th birthday. This is Josh Stapleton, uh, a.k.a. C-Red81. I uh, hope it's a great one, man, and hope uh, 2015 is uh, beautiful for you and your family and that you get some gaming in. All right, take it easy. Happy birthday, man. Bye. Man, we have the greatest community. Hey, this is Delvin from Miami, Florida. Just calling to wish Tim Router a happy, happy birthday. TTG. Later. Hey, guys, this is Arctic Warlock Madness from Columbus, Ohio. Wishing Tim Router a happy 40th birthday. Hope you have a great day and enjoy the ball game. Take care, guys. Enjoy the podcast. Bye. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Mark Boucher calling. I hope you guys are doing well. Just got out of church and I wanted to wish Router a belated happy birthday. Hope it was a good one. And uh, also, I wanted to let Gabe know that when Borderlands, the handsome collection, comes out, he needs to play it. Hopefully, oh, y'all are at Yes. Oh, you have to. Yeah, you're done. You I have will to. totally co-opt it with you. It's such an awesome game, and I really hope that you get into it. So, all right, guys. Keep up the great work, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. So, happy birthday, Tim Router. Man, from the that's community. awesome. We have such that's a fun, cool right? community. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. Yeah, thank you guys for sending all the... And I didn't even put them all, because I figured it, it might get a little long, but... People call to wish you happy birthday. I oh, love man. that. man. That's so awesome. Thank you, guys. I should have edited that last one where it just said happy birthday, not Gabe play Borderlands. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> I love that. That's way better. So here's the thing, Gabe. I think it, I'm I'm probably going through the same thing that you're go- about to go through with, with Halo in that I know you probably don't want to, but you just you have to just power through it. Uh, let's see. When, when did that? That comes out in March, doesn't it? The Handsome Collection. Yeah, March 24th. Okay, so you'll have the day of reckoning, right? You'll have evolve under your belt and probably the order under your belt by then. So I would just do it because I'm telling you, you're going to love it. 2015 is starting out rough because I'm playing Halo 2 and I was playing it last night and I was telling my wife, I was like, man, this is boring Mm -hmm. as all get out, like Mm -hmm. just so boring. And so and I know that there's and but it really did give me a respect for nostalgia at work. Right. And it probably gives you a respect for where we've come, where, where, where we're at now and where we've come from. Yeah. You know, what's really cool. Have you hit the select button or what would be the select button? I don't no. even know what it is on the Xbox one, but if you hit the select button, it toggles back and forth from what it looked like and the remaster. Oh, like okay. the the old game. And so yeah, that's, yeah. that's kind of cool to see. You're like, oh man, this did really look crappy. And, uh, and yeah, but back then the, we all had crappy TVs. Well, that's true. <laughs> exactly. They were, um, out. right. So, uh, yeah. Um, man, I was struggling through that. So I don't know how they do. I don't know if it's 10 chapters or what, but I'm, I guess I'm where I ended last night was five out of 10. So I think I'm halfway through Halo one. And wow. Okay. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, fighting uh, and clawing. Yeah. You just, you just got to power through it. And that's, that's what I think uh, I need to do too, because I have to, for me, it's just my mission. Now that I have an Xbox, 
Like I, it's one of the quintessential Xbox games. You know, Master Chief is a quintessential character. I just need, I need to know about it. And yeah, and I agree. It. So, but here's the thing: the difference between Halo and Borderlands is graphically, Borderlands is awesome. Uh, it, it's it's just one of those styles for it's, a first it's person like shoot. Cell shaded slash watercolor. Yeah, it's watercolored. The art is yeah. great, I and mean, you've played some of it before, but you really just got to get into it. And I'm yeah. telling you, you will get hooked on it because I was the same way for a little bit too. Um, but I mean, I would. Hall, we asked this before. Does he start with Borderlands two, or should he start? I'm starting with. There's no way I'm starting with the first start one. Start with okay. two, just because, like I said, Borderlands one was a pretty good game until two came out. And then yeah, one is I just mean, like kind of a relic at this point. Because I started with one, and and I just thought two just enhanced some of the things that were mildly annoying about the first one. Well, it made but the I, AI way better. Yeah, yeah, it did. So yeah, well, just at least play two, and I think you'll you'll totally dig it. So, All righty. Anyway, back to back to you and your week. Tell us more. How's how's the baby doing? Everything's fine. Good. <laughs> Great. Great. Uh, painting still. The enthusiasm oh, is just no. earth shattering. <laughs> exactly. Um, <clears throat> no, everything's great. Uh, cap the painting yet? No, we're starting on the ceiling. So, oh god. Oh man. Exactly. I hate ceiling. I hate exactly. ceiling painting. I just did that oh, in man. our kitchen, and I hate ceiling painting. Oof. Um, it, it's rough. All right. Do yourself Enough a of favor. That. Get a really strong pole, like those. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got one at Home Depot called like Mr. Longarm. Yeah. It's hilarious name, but it's very useful. That's the there title you. of our episode, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> um maybe. We'll see. Exactly. That's funny. Um yeah, I have a I have like this anyway, it's a contraption. Yeah, it'll be fine. Um all right. Router. Brother. You got it? I got it. Well let's do Not a ton coming out this week, but here we go. New releases. Game of Thrones, Episode 2, The Lost Lords. The there next Telltale game series. So that is out. Go get you that. I haven't played it. Um, hey, community, let us know what you think of that. Because yeah, I don't, I'm on the fence on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's available for PC, PS4, PS3, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. Um, and really, there's two other ones that are eh, uh, Risk. Which is coming out for the Xbox One and PS4. That's nice. right. That was so, one of my stories. Oh, was it really? Heck yeah. I Man, I used to play the mess out of Risk. Hmm, and um too. and SpongeBob Hero Pants, just in time for the SpongeBob SquarePants movie coming out this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, is being released for the 360 3DS and Vita. Mm-hmm. Um so let's get in and into the top ten charts. Uh VG Charts is back logged by uh, two weeks, so this is the week of January seventeenth. Um, this is brick and mortar stores, U.S. only, and we're right back where we uh, where we've always been. Number ten, Minecraft for the Xbox 360. No, <laughs> shoot, it is back. Uh, it was a very very soft uh, sales week, and I will uh, explain in a second. Number nine, Just Dance 2015 for the Wii, so that mm. Wii bundle mm. may still be, must still be out. 
Number eight, Super Smash Brothers for the Nintendo 3DS. Mm-hmm. Number seven, Grand Theft Auto V for the Xbox One. Number six, Assassin's Creed Unity for the Xbox One. Number five, Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire for the 3DS. Oh, uh, down you know there. What? Didn't that come in a bundle too, Pokemon? Oh, maybe. That could be why it's it's charting like crazy. It's staying. Yeah, yeah that's very true. Uh, number four, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare for the 360. Ah. N- number three, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare for the Xbox One. Yowzers. Number two, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare for the PS4. Number one, GTA five for the PS4. So there's wow. all there's all your bundles, gentlemen. Uh and and like the number uh, Grand Theft Auto number one, only forty one thousand units sold this week. That's the high yeah, that was the highest week. So we had a very slow sales week. Yeah, January's terrible yes, for retail. As it should as it should be, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's just one of those things where it it this won't ramp up probably for another couple of weeks. But I think it's interesting that kind of Xbox is owning this because the Assassin's Creed bundle, I think is still out, isn't it? And didn't they do a GTA five bundle? Yep. And there's a GTA five PS four bundle, which explains why that's number one this week. (laughs) And Mm. stores are really trying to get rid of those bundles. So yeah. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. I think this is the longest I've seen Assassin, any Assassin's Creed game on the charts. Yeah. It's hanging on in it. Yeah. 10 weeks. Go it's ahead on. It's been on 10 weeks, so there you have it. I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad, I am, you. <laughs> I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at you, VG Charles. It's been a while for that. <laughs> um, Hall, give us something, buddy. Man, we I think we have to talk about the Super Bowl and everything <laughs> around the Madden thing because they accurately guessed the score. That's crazy. Two. I thought that was incredible. That was insane. And somebody had even mentioned like, oh, at one point, you know, the score was Seahawks 24, uh, Patriots 14, mm-hmm. which that's what it was. I think going, wasn't that, it was supposed to be going, going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. And it, I think Madden predicted it going into halftime. I think something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't okay. remember exactly right, but it was a good game though. I really enjoyed that game. Was, man, that was a that, good game. Ah, oh, the, Really good catch before they got oh, to the end zone. That was insane. And you'll never see that catch again. I know. Nope. If they would have won the game, that catch is all over the place. Yeah. That's like the new. That was the New York Giant uh, Giants versus Patriots a couple years ago. Yeah, that was that. That was the same catch. No, you'll you'll always see that catch somewhere. Yeah, yeah. This, this one will be buried. This one will be buried. Well, you'll always see that interception at the end of the game. <laughs> oh yes, you will. Time. Oh, yes, they will. I mean, it's funny. This is what I love, though. It seems like everybody is taking the blame. So it's not like yep. Russell yep. Wilson's like, well, I don't know why they called that. Yeah, he said, yep. nope. He, he said it. the buck stops with me. They called it, and I threw the ball. So you have, to, yep. you have to, you know, it falls on me. I was like, gosh, that's a maturity, boy. Well, and Pete Carroll said the same thing. He said, look, it was just one of those things where we were trying to kill a little bit of some time, and it was my call. and." uh and even Marshawn Lynch, who you would think would be saying something, he was like, "Look, this is a team effort, and this is what this is how it goes." Oh, really? I was like, "Yeah." The maturity of the Seahawks. You didn't say skittles was, and waffles. No biscuits and gravy. <laughs> biscuits and um, gravy. He. Uh, it was funny. I was talking to Stancil, but I gave him a, a day of mourning. I said, <laughs> "I said all I can say is ugh." And then two days later, it's like, "Okay, I'm finally talking to people about this now." <laughs> and uh, but he's, he's on the twelfth step or yeah, exactly. second step. <laughs> 
but I told him, I said, the maturity of this team and the unity that this team has, like, I'm a fan of this team now. Like oh, I think yeah. they're, and, and they have a chance. I, I don't think they're losing a whole lot of people to free agency this next year. So they have a chance to do this again. And, uh, you know, watch out for Seattle next year, man. I think they're going to be coming back with a vengeance. But it was just, it was a great game I overall. Could I could mean, not believe they did not give that ball to Lynch. I know. I know. No, the one, and, you got and, three tries. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they shouldn't yep. have run that clock down either. Well, they could well, They I mean, had it on the one with like 20-some seconds left. Like, go ahead and run it all the way out. Well, they, yeah. had, they had like 50 seconds, and they let it run down. Because right. they were like, oh, well, we don't, we don't want the Patriots they wanted to that to be the anything. final play. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know that, that you know, know that those decision making, but I mean, you could, we could be saying the same thing about the green Bay Packers in the NFC championship. Like what happened yeah, there? Know. Like they just, oh, they no, fell now apart. You lost me. No, okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. So, game. I don't watch anything the, except the Super Bowl, pretty much. <laughs> right. But I mean, the Seahawks, they had their amazing moment of glory during that game. And, you know, the Patriots had their amazing moment of glory this game. It just happened to be the, the bigger stage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, man, that was a great game. I was hoping that, A, it wouldn't be a blowout, and, B, you know, there'd be a lot of back and forth. And we had it all, man. It was great. I think it was one of the highest-rated Super Bowls. There you have it. So, boom, done. Love it. Um, Yeah, and, and Madden nailed it. The, the exact score. Crazy. And the uh, the EA the Madden EA cover curse still stands too because uh, Russell not Russell um, Richard Sherman Richard was on Sherman. the cover and uh, and that's what happened. So is the curse like just overarching? Like you don't win the Super Bowl, you're probably going to get hurt, and a couple other things. You know what I'm saying? Because for the longest time, the mat, the curse was you got hurt, and then I think right. I think who broke that curse? I think it was a uh, I think it was Ray Ray. I think it was Ray Rice. No, 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 not Ray Rice. I mean, Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis, yeah. He was on the cover and didn't get hurt. And then so we had to kind of come up with something else. Yeah, no one has broken the curse in, I think, I want to say ever, but I don't know. We'll see. I think it'll be funny. Um, That's so so crazy. It is. Isn't that weird? It's like you get on the cover and everybody's gunning for you all of a sudden. Exactly. It's like, oh, we're going to hurt that guy. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Game Stops around the country, select Game Stops around the country will have the new 3DS to play on February 7th. They're doing this again. I don't know why, but I, I don't remember what they did this with before. I think it was a, maybe it was Mario Kart. We talked about it, but on February 7th, between one and four, your local time, you'll be able to go play Zelda's, uh, Majora's Mask 3D or Monster Hunter 4 on the new 3DS. So you have a three-hour time gap a week early to go to GameStop. On a weekday, right? Right? Why? February 7th. I don't know. Why? Such it a... makes no sense. No, that's a Saturday, no, isn't okay. it? It's a Saturday. Is that a Saturday? At least. I was going to say, if it was like a Tuesday, I'm like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> There's no no reason for this. Oh, my gosh. Um, I was going to say they really want kids to play it, but then again, kids are in school. Yep. Well, mm-hmm. yes, but it'll be the weekend. Yep. Um, but I just don't know why they do that. Why, why not all day? You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. It needs to go to sleep. Battery life. Because <laughs> it needs to go to sleep. All right. Uh, give us something else, Hall. Uh, my heart hurt a little when I saw that Sega's having some trouble. 
Uh, I saw that too. They're yeah. they're closing the uh the big San one. Francisco. Yeah. San Francisco. <laughs> Which they used to be I'm trying to remember, they used to be in a different city anyway that was mm-hmm. probably cheaper. So mm-hmm. this is I mean, this is probably a smart financial decision. Maybe they said, Well, we can keep some more people if we move outside of San Francisco. Uh, yeah. Either way, they're going to be losing about 300 people at the U.S. office. Ugh, man, sucks. That's uh, a lot they, of people. Yeah, well, it, it, you know, it's how many people do they have? I think it's like 3,000 maybe. Mm-hmm. So it's about 10% of the workforce. Um, they said that they're going to start kind of streamlining things, and I kind of hate to hear that, but they said they're going to start focusing on PC and smartphones. Right. Smartphones makes a lot of sense because they constantly have games in the top, like 150 on iOS. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're they're doing well over there. It doesn't cost a lot to develop mobile games, and a lot of and the honestly, mobile games I, are, are ports anyway. So Yeah, and I think that's a smart move for them to, to transition to that and because if they can't compete with the bigger, you know, triple a's or just the these bigger companies uh that's the probably the best alternative for them to go to i mean it seems like it's a win-win it will and it costs a lot to do development these days on consoles they've been Mm -hmm. they've been like contracting their stuff out to gearbox i think most recently and also too i mean they're still a big uh player in the arcade market so yeah you know they can still but keep I mean, focusing on that. If they if they ever wanted to come up with a new IP, the cost of to do that is probably just astronomical. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. So they're going to they're going to stick with their Sonics and they're going to, you know, they're going to stick to what they know versus trying to trying to do something that's going to cost them a lot of money and may or may not work. So why not stick with what you know and just move it to a a, a mobile platform? Mm-hmm. It's totally smart. Yep. I think they could, it could it couldn't hurt them to do another Dreamcast compilation or something. Amen. You know, yeah, there you go. Skies of Arcadia HD. Hey, oh, uh, I'd play that crap. Sh- yeah, Shenmue HD. Just a bunch of stuff to bring forward because Shenmue Three. <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna happen. I know, but they could, um, you know, bring forward that stuff because there's a lot of people interested in it. Whether or not you want to argue that Shenmue was a good game, quote unquote. Uh, a lot of people would buy it just based on being interested in it from a, like, I want to see what this is kind mm-hmm. of standpoint, I guess. Right. Um, nice. But until then, I still have Dreamcast, so that's good. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we found out that, uh, Laura Croft is headed to Siberia for her next game. The snowy, snowy Siberia. Nice. And uh, we all, of course, we know that it's a timed exclusive with it coming out on Xbox One first. I was at GameStop yesterday and I was talking to the guy and he was like, yeah, it's a timed exclusive. And I said, yeah, but we don't know how long the time is. He said it was six months. Ooh. I don't, I've never, I haven't seen that anywhere else. I don't yeah. know if this guy's just guessing. We can either confirm nor deny. Yeah. But six months is a long time. That's a lot longer time than I would have thought. But that, that would make it more worth it though. <laughs> it would make it more worth it. That would but, also make it launch on PS4 in the bargain bin. Ooh. Yeah. Like six months of games, usually like 30 it's bucks. Done. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, do you think, oh, all right. Here's a, here's a 
Here's one for you. Mind about to be blown. Do you think they would automatically just release it for free on PS Plus? Hmm. No. No, there's no way. Yeah, I mean, I don't, don't think, think so? they do it, but... Not not only, not just six months later. I mean, that would kind of be a big screw you to Square Enix, which would kind of suck. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. you know, well, and I don't think... for it. Yeah, I don't think they would do that, but that would be kind of cool, though. Yeah. I honestly couldn't see the exclusive being more than a month. Yeah. Six months seems re- like that would... If I were Sony, I'd be like, well, no, I'm, we're not going to do it then because we're not going to make any money off that. Because mm. you're right, it will it it will be a bargain bin unless they do come out with it and it's a, already at a discounted price. I mean, I guess yeah. I can't say it would be bargain bin because they did launch Mass Effect 3 and they or Mass Effect 2 and they put everything in there or most of the DLC in there. Right. PS3 right. and then they sold it for full price. But... Mm. As, yeah, as but how long? I, how far? How long was that after that was Mass like a Effect? Year, I think. Oh, uh, okay. It was a long time, but I mean, it's because they were developing it, and it hadn't never been launched on a on a PlayStation platform. But this is a different scenario because Tomb Raider came out on PlayStation. Exactly. So, yeah. I don't. I don't know if I necessarily understand the logic, and I'm sure it will all be revealed to us. But I I can't imagine it. I think. I can't imagine six months. It's got to be a month. I'm going to predict it, it would be a month because I'm, it, I'm with you. It would be advantageous for them to release it on one console at the beginning of November and release it on the and next the console at the beginning December. of December. Yeah. Get them out before the holiday. Yeah. Yep. There's and no way it's six months. Because they will both end up selling like hotcakes if that's the case. And yeah, it's exactly. a win-win for them because they make their money. And and the people that they're going to sell the exclusive on are going to buy it in the first month anyway. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you might as well just make it one month. Good call. Yeah. You heard it first here, Hall's predictions. <laughs> I'm right there with you, brother. That's a good good call. Let's talk um free games. Um yes. we got our PS plus free games for February and our Xbox games with gold. Uh starting on the Xbox. IDARB. It draws a red box is free for Xbox One. And uh, the first half of February, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Oh, great game. On 360. I remember, Router, you beat that, right? Oh, great game. Yep. There you have it. And then Sniper Elite version 2, or V2, second half of February, coming to the 360. Uh, over on the PlayStation, Transistor for the PS4, which I'll probably be picking up. Looks kind of interesting. And a Ap- Patheon. I think is how you say it. A Patreon mm. uh, for the PS4 as well. Yakuza 4, <laughs> which I always wanted to play, actually. Uh, it's coming to the PS3, but it's on you're the PS3. Be, I know, you're not going to be firing that up anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Thief for the PS3. Oh, there you go. February. And then coming to the Vita, PS4, and PS3, Rogue Legacy, and Kick and Finnick for the PS Vita. That is all I have for that. Halsifer? Uh, Spotify is coming to PS4 in the spring. Yes, let's get it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Basically, you'll be able to stream music uh, in the background while you play your games. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I don't. They haven't said yet whether or not that's going to require some type of, like, the premium subscription or not. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. We'll find out. Nice. Here's a really stupid question. It's not related to Spotify, though, but um, 
Gabe, is there, on the Xbox One, is there like a share type feature that's kind of like PS4 share? Do you actually have to download an app from the Xbox Dude, I have store? no idea. Right. I, like, I, I feel like the Xbox menu is so convoluted it's so, that I'm like, it's I like, don't know yeah. how to deal. Let me, I'll just play the games and that'll right. be it, I guess. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel too. Cause I was, I wanted to share like the credits of rise. And I'm like, nah, forget it. Dude, <laughs> yeah. I can't exactly. find it. You, you, I, I, <laughs> I'm sure. Like you guys weren't in the Xbox ecosystem last generation, but like they right. had all this stuff figured out last gen. Like they right. made the PS3 look silly. And well, it's just, I wish they made it more user friendly freak. Well, it's just hilarious now that they've kind of flip flopped. Like now they're convoluted and hard to understand. It makes no yeah. sense. <clears throat> I mean, I'm sure, I'm, I'm, sure sure once you, I'm sure once you like get a handle on the OS, maybe watch a tutorial video or something, then things probably start to get a lot easier. But I mean, with the PlayStation four, it's just good UI design because I haven't it really to is. think about how to do something. And like, it's right there at your fingertips. It's just right there. Yep. Mm. Um, we should wrap up so we can do the spoiler thing. But mm. uh, I did want to say Joystick is linked up with Engadget now. Very cool. So it says, there is no end. This is from Engadget.com. There is no end. A new beginning starts today. Joystick X Engadget is the temporary name for a long-term home. A new place to laugh along with us on Twitch streams. A new place to commiserate when all the games are broken. A new place to celebrate when an unexpected jewel shines through the din of hype. A new place, yes, but a new place full of familiar faces. So, Man, who's doing um, the writing over there? That's poetic. <laughs> I know, right? So, uh, yeah. So long live Joystick, baby. That's awesome. Engadget.com. I love that. Each week we ask you guys a question. This week was no different. We asked you guys what movies you're looking forward to in 2015. Starting at the forum, Hyperhealer said Terminator Genesis. Did you guys see the trailer today? Yeah, it looked cool. Yeah? It looked I mean, cool. the trailer looked cool, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm not into it <laughs> at all. If it wasn't centered around Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I would be CG happy face. about it. Yeah. And they, I mean, they already spoiled the I'll be back. I mean, gosh. He's probably going to say it like 85 times in the movie. It's probably oh, yeah. half the script for him. Spider Jedi, lots of good movies this year. I'll give my top three. Three, Jurassic World. Two, Avengers Age of Ultron. One, Star Wars The Force Awakens, of course. Nice. Hmm. Ed Placencia, in order of I Can't Waitness. Ted 2, the hateful, <laughs> <laughs> the hateful 8, Inside Out, Spectra, Tomorrowland, Entourage, Jurassic World, Black Mass. Uh, headed over to Twitter. Herman D. Scott at Mangaman32. Avengers A's of Ultron is all I need. Nothing else matters this year. Nice. Nathan Van Dingle at Jerk Alert. Tomorrowland, Ant-Man, and most of all, Jurassic World. Ollie V at O, -re -o underscore Re underscore Ba. Everyone is going to say episode seven, so I'll say Spectra. Hmm. There you have that. All right. Um, you guys know where to find us. Facebook.com slash married to the games, twitter.com slash MTTG cast, youtube.com slash married to the games. Got a couple videos up there. If you know, I'm Shan, uh, married to the games.com. Come check out the forum. 
We're going to be doing a giveaway this week, which I'm so excited about. We haven't done a giveaway in forever. So stay tuned to the Twitter to see what that's going to be. And uh, Halsifer? Uh, rate us on iTunes, and we'll come up with some new milestone. Yeah, nice. we I definitely like met the other one. Jeez. So we had... Before we did, we put the bounty on Gabe playing Borderlands. I think we had mm-hmm. maybe what seventy some reviews. I think we had uh, 82. eighty two. Yeah, eighty okay, something. So in the entirety of the show, which we've been around for over two years now. Yep. Um. So to get like twenty percent of our reviews, just <laughs> just to get Gabe to play Borderlands is pretty good. <laughs> pretty pretty yeah. awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, you guys showed up on that one. That's yeah, awesome. you did. And now you have to show up, brother. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'll probably Twitch stream it. I'll probably do oh, a I Let's would. Play. Well, oh, totally I would. Twitch stream it so that uh, Router and I can encourage you to keep going. Yes. Yeah. And to prove that I did it. Yep. So I can't be like, yeah, 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 I played that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was great. Remember that one time in the game that guy was like, pow, pow, pow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Either you're going to love Claptrap or you're going to really hate him. Oh, I'd really love, love me He's some so claptrap. Yep. There you have that. Great. Uh, router. Let's get into some questions. baby yeah how about that there you have it all right um so i'm not going to hit all these questions i will save some of these for next week so let's just get right into it with email travis p what brand toaster should i buy my wife for valentine's day just kidding i know enough not to buy appliances for gifts have you ever gotten your wife a present that you later regretted oh yeah sure (laughs) great question and great lead-in too i thought that was awesome what toaster that's funny The uh, the William Sonoma toaster is quite nice, by the way. Exactly. Uh, but um, let's see. Uh, Gosh, uh, I can't think of one right now. My wife is really hard to buy for. She's very particular, and so every everything I regret. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but I did like. There's been a couple times where I like saved up my pennies and went and was like, "All right, she's gonna love this," and then you know she just didn't love it. Like the uh, the iPad Mini. That oh, was yeah. like hmm. quickly became Amara's iPad mini, which I would uh, never have bought my mm-hmm. two year old daughter at the time an iPad. Mm-hmm. But I was like, babe, here's an iPad mini. You know, she had just started her blog and blah, blah. blah. I thought it was going to be like this cute thing she was going to carry around and use. Uh, uh-uh, no, uh, uh-uh. mm-hmm. <laughs> backfired. She still doesn't use it. Oh, it just man. sits there. Yeah, it just sits there. Man, I can't think of one. Off the bat, because what I end up doing is I'm like, babe, and she does this throughout the year. Like if she sees something she likes, especially online, she'll just email me a quick link. And then mm-hmm. I, I store that and Save bank it, it and, and then just kind of go through. Yeah, All right, let's smart. do this, this and this. Smart. Hall? Man, I hate to sound like a simple guy, but like basically anytime we're out looking at stuff, she'll just say, oh, I really like this. And I'll just take a picture of it so that I know yeah, to go buy it. Yep. It's uh, very smart. So I've done that too. I don't really buy anything that she doesn't say that about. So yeah, I don't think I've ever like been like, oh, she's gonna love this, like, and with full confidence, and then go and buy it. Like, I usually try and uh, 
kind of trick, not trick her, but just try and get something out of her. Like, oh, hey, what about this? Or lead into something like that very casually so she doesn't expect anything well, the, yeah. or the suspect anything. The method I mentioned actually works pretty good because by the time you get it for them, they've forgotten what it was. Exactly. So. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. then the you get a surprise all over again. Mm-hmm. Awesome question. Uh, ben Ebig. Hey, guys. So I just finished a story mode for Call of Duty Advanced Warfare on the hardest difficulty. The first thing I noticed when I started the game was that you could play veteran mode on your first playthrough. While I went through it, it didn't feel hard at all. Hmm. This isn't the first game I noticed this with. Uncharted 1 on crushing mode is way easier than Uncharted 3 on crushing mode. Huh. Uh, what are your thoughts on developers lowering the overall difficulty of their games so they can reach a larger target market? It's a very good observation, Ben, and I actually don't mind this at all because the last thing you want to do is to start a game off and get frustrated right from the get-go because you're getting crushed. So I I don't have a problem with it at all because, uh, you know, it, it allows you to play the game better. Well, I think that uh, I, I disagree with you slightly only because I think if you put it on really hard, it should be really hard. Right. Now, normal shouldn't be that hard because right. you want, you want that broad audience, like he's saying. But if you're going to go in and change it too super hard, go ahead and make it super hard. I don't think super hard should be. No, no, I'm with park. you. I'm with you there. I'm just thinking, like, if you wanted to do it first time out, oh, like, mm-hmm. well, no, I'm actually with you on if it's normal shouldn't be like super hard. And normally, exactly. what I what I like about games is when you finish on normal, it either unlocks or you can go back and then play the hardest level. And if you love that game, yeah, then it should be super hard. Like Last of Us is supposed to be super hard. They don't give you a whole lot of resources if you go back to it, and right. it very. And it should be that way. I'm mm-hmm. with you with that. I'm just saying in general. Oh, yeah, in general, I, of course. I like that the normal is kind of a nice, even playing field, and it's mm-hmm. not it's not terrible. I haven't seen mm-hmm. too many games where normal isn't a pleasant experience with a little bit of challenge. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, mm-hmm. it, and it varies game to game because I played – the only game I think that I've ever played on hard was uh, Call of Duty World at War, and I think it was because you had to play on hard to unlock the zombies mode mm-hmm. a lot of people don't remember that when world at war launched and i think did it, i think it was 08 maybe when it came out like the zombies mode was not unlocked by default you had to play the game and beat it and then i think after the game had been out for a month or two like they just unlocked it for everyone mm-hmm. um so i played through that game on veteran and i remember um there there was just so many grenades so none of yep. none of the shooting was hard but there were constantly grenades so you could not stop and aim you just had to keep running the entire time wow interesting nice. yeah, it's all real question yeah uh great question on that uh Braylon Jones so the Seahawks decide to throw away the game with arguably arguably the worst decision in NFL history yeah. what questionable or terrible decisions have you ever made with a game or console purchase mine had to be buying Fantasy Star Universe for Xbox 360 it was nothing like its Dreamcast predecessor Ooh. Hmm. um I haven't I haven't made any real terrible decisions I'm pretty picky about the games that I want to play yeah I, I we definitely talked my mom into the virtual boy back in the day and that was a bad decision <laughs> awful awful decision hmm. paul i think i was gonna say i think i asked for the r zone one year and that thing was terrible 
<laughs> I remember, I think, playing it the first day, and this was like back when you could, I mean, I think you, I guess you can take back game consoles now, but this was like back when you could take back actual games. Right. Like, uh, we just took everything back. We were like, this is stupid. This is awful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Good question. Good question. All right. We're going to do this Facebook one and then two Twitters and we're done. Facebook, Joseph Grimm. Oh, I'm sorry, Mark Pichet. If uh, you could only listen to one song for the rest of your life, what would it be? Remix to Ignition. Yeah. R. Kelly. <laughs> nice. Mine would be. Um, oh, shoot. I don't know. It would probably be happy because that way I'd stay in a positive, happy mode. That song makes me frustrated. I know. Why? I hate it. It's so Well, it's so outplayed, man. When it first yeah. came out, I loved that song, though. See, I listen to talk radio, so I never get burned out on songs usually. Oh, well, there yeah. you go. Just like I, the uh, Uptown Funk now, it's like it's starting to get on my nerves, but I, I still love that, but they're just playing the mess out of it. Yeah. Torturing it to death. Smoother than a fresh jar of Skippy. I love that. This is such a hard question because I'm like constantly flipping around like the decade stations on yep. XM. And yeah. I can listen to those songs just over and over again. So I'm trying to you think. think you'd go classic? Eh, it, it'd, be, it'd be hard because you'd have to listen to the song like constantly. So I guess you would still get sick of no, it. No, he didn't say way. it has to be on loop. It's just like, hey, you can only listen uh, to one song. Okay. Got it. Yeah. No, you can. Um. You can take a break. I heard uh, Bittersweet Symphony uh, this oh, weekend. Oh, man. Like, oh, God, that's a great song. I heard song. that song like five times, and I was still like rocking out to it. So I could play. It's such a great song. It's a great one. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go with that. Yep, Otherwise, I'll I love be that. trying to decide. That's a mm. great call. Uh, moving on to Twitter, at Psychocross, uh, Kyle uh, Hyman. What is the biggest risk you took in life? What was the result, and what did you learn from it? Oh, wow. Um, the biggest risk for me was actually starting my own business. I'd never, never ventured into anything like that. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd always worked for somebody. Uh, the result is after I'm in my 13th year now of, of my business and I would never look back. And, um, and I, I've never looked back. And if I do it all again, I would do it the exact same way. I love working for myself. I've never worked harder for myself. Uh, and I learn a lot from myself. I learned to take ownership of what I do and, mm. uh, you know, to be a decent, honest, hard worker. That's just kind of nice. how, how I roll with it. That's great. Yep. Halsifer. I would have to say the same thing. And yeah, man, you just did it too, which <laughs> is awesome. And what I learned is that you can get approached and get an offer on the table for somebody to buy you in less than a year. So, yes, you can. <laughs> still considering awesome. it, so we'll see what it's happens. Awesome. Yeah, good, man. Good. Uh, I think mine is uh, probably moving out from my mom's house. Uh, there you go. My, when, when I was, let's see, 19, uh, I had just oh, graduated that, that, that year. <laughs> yeah, I was that old. I was that old. I, cause I, I had just graduated that year and, um, you know, hung out for the summer and, uh, she was going to move states. She was moving mm -hmm. to Mobile, Alabama. And I was like, uh, man, it's been really great just kind of living here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I didn't have a job at the time. Like I was in between jobs. I just finished 
uh, working at Goatee, which I had been there for three and a half years. And I was in this really weird in-between phase where I had no idea what I was doing with my life. Right. Uh, I wasn't with Toby yet. And so, um, and I was like, man, I think I'm supposed to stay in Nashville. And it would have been so much easier just to go to Mobile and live with my mom a couple more years until I figured out what I wanted to do. But, uh, man, I really felt like the Lord was like, no, you need to stay in Nashville. I got something for you. And so she left. And for six months, I had no job. Like, I mean, I did odd and end stuff, but no, like, you know, steady job. Yeah. And then out of the blue, I mean, out of the blue, Toby calls, just randomly calls my cell phone and was like, hey, uh, I got a, you know, I've gone solo and I've got a show in two weeks. Do you want to come do it? Wow. And that was 13 years ago. That's amazing. Yep. So I think I learned that, uh, I think trust your gut sometimes. Yeah. Be patient. Yeah. Be patient. Be still. Yep. Wait. And then, uh, prepare yourself and go, go get it. I love that, man. That's great. Yeah. These are good, good questions, question. man. Yeah, I love deep. these questions. All right. We got another one. Uh, Aaron Botter at Takano Rosen. Serious question time. How do you guys deal with stress from work and other things? What helps you stay positive in hard times? Um, mm. I do two things. I video game. And now that I'm 40, I'm, I'm continuing to work out and I really, it's, I, it sounds so cliche to, to do that kind of stuff. But as you get older, it's like, you need to stay on top of it. Me and uh, Ed Placencia have a little workout group on Facebook that we kind of encourage each other. Cause you know, we're over that 40 hump now and you know, I want to be around for my wife. I want to be around for my daughter and Ed's mm-hmm. the same way. And we're like, you know, we need to, we need to keep doing it. And it is a good stress relief to do that. But on top of all that, just this is why I love video games because this, that it is my away time where I can just be in the moment of that game, be a part of that game, play that game, interact with our great community. It that's to me, that just makes me super happy and keeps me positive. There you go. Halsifer. Hmm. What keeps you positive? (laughs) Honestly, working. I really enjoy working. So basically I just, bury myself in work and it keeps mm-hmm. me going. So nice. It's hard to explain, I guess. Um, I think, uh, and this is maybe sounds weird. I realize like when things feel like they're going like just crappy, I think I, I step back and like try to zoom out for a minute and, and realize like, I don't like the worst in America is still really good. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. In comparison yes. and to some places. And so I think, uh, I don't know, we live in, uh, regardless of, you know, political party and all this, like, we live in a pretty great country. And so uh, I think I just, like, recenter and remember that. Like, like Yeah, it could be on. way worse. Woo, it could be worse. Mm-hmm. Go watch the documentary Babies and watch mm-hmm. how babies <laughs> happen in America and watch how they happen mm-hmm. in Africa. Mm-hmm. It is a way different situation. They've got better teeth though, because they don't have all the sugar. But um, in some parts of Africa, that the documentary tackles. But uh, awesome. it's it's rough living. Is that mm-hmm. it? Yeah, we'll we call should... that. I'll save the rest for next week. Sounds and, good. Uh, and uh, yeah, don't believe me. Just watch. <laughs> um, well, thank you guys so much for the questions. We love talking back and forth with you guys. Our question this week is a little weird. But uh, it's who would you like us to go after for an interview? We've been talking mm. about it off air. Like, man, we got to get some more interviews going. We had a 
nice run there where we had a lot of interviews going and and we were kind of like who would the community want to hear from and instead of us beating our heads against the wall we should just ask you guys we know that there's a lot of people out there um to be interviewed we're not ign or anything so don't get crazy but who would you like us to like just start poking around and seeing who we could talk to let us know use hashtag answer mttg who would you guys like to hear us talk to router um troy baker paul <laughs> probably troy baker ah shoot so we got to try to get troy <laughs> that baker performance as pagan men was really good yeah it was spectacular it really was good Gosh, what an idiot, that guy. Lord have mercy. Mm. One of you guys would have to do it. I'd probably fan out too much. <laughs> I like, so we're here with Troy Baker. <laughs> no, you'd keep it together, man. You're a Troy, good interviewer. You hang up first. No, you <laughs> no, hang you. up first. No, 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 you. He'll be like, yeah, okay, I will hang up first. Click. You're like, oh, shoot. Anyway. <laughs> that was our interview with Troy Baker. <laughs> yeah, that was our, that was Troy. Gosh, that guy is such a kidder. Yep, yep, yep. Guess he's not calling back. All right, well, thank you guys. Uh, we're not getting out of here just yet, but we want to make sure that people that don't want the Far Cry 4 spoiled get out of here. That's right. So I'm Gabe Patillo. That is Tim Router. That is Timothy Hall. And we are married to the games, and we are up out this thing, kind of. Peace! All right, all right, enough with the theme music. Let's spoil Far Cry 4. We've all beaten it. Router beat it first. Then I beat it. Hall, you beat it this morning before the podcast. You're a beast. Um, What did you guys think? I know you guys loved it. We don't have to go through all, like, everything, but I just wanted to talk about some of the main points of that we could have, yes. you know, gone differently. Let me start off. Do we like this more than three? Or is it sim? Is it? Too similar. too similar to three or do we i think i like this more than three because there was there was just a lot i think there was it sounds it seems like there was similar uh content like similar missions to do uh i don't know this just seemed a lot more enhanced to me yeah i mean i liked the subtle improvements that they made like i mentioned the auto drive feature made yeah that was great yeah it made like a lot of the game more interesting the karma events were mm -hmm. pretty cool too um, yep. especially because you could be driving to a destination and then you you have little side missions to do that's kind of fun yep so, so for those that don't know which i think everybody does but there's some non-gamers that uh get pulled into listening to the show <laughs> um you play a character named aj gale which sounds like RJ most of yeah. the game because of the accent. RJ. Uh, and he is the son of a uh, pretty powerful man uh, that started the Golden Path, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is a uh, which is kind of the counter power to pagan men, the king of Kairat. And uh, they're kind of at war and uh, pagans kind of leading with an iron fist, killing people as he as he does. And Mohan Gale, which is AJ's dad, was the guy who was standing up against oppression. And you kind of feel the, you feel the shift kind of coming towards the middle of the game that maybe, uh, 
Mohan wasn't like this amazing guy. Right. But might have been a little stuck in his ways, uh, kind of like Sabal. Exactly. Is that the guy's name, Sabal? Yeah. Yep, Sabal. And so you choose a, a lot of times between Sabal and Amita, uh, which is a, a lady in the in the game who wants you to usually capture the drugs so we can use the drugs for medicine and use the drugs to get money. And Sabal, who is very old school, and was like, no, this is the way it is. A lot of man first kind of feeling from him. Uh, which way did you guys go, Router? Which way did you go? Did you usually go Sabal or usually go Amita? I actually struggled with this because I uh, Me too. the first the first mission I did Amita mm-hmm. then and then I decided to go back and in, in back and forth and then finally I ended up going with Sabal at the very uh, end you went with Sabal at the very end I went with Sabal uh I felt like Amita was starting to lose it a little bit like and she was really focused on the opium really focused on all that and I, yeah I mean it would be great to have money for the country to do that but I've never seen a country with at, with the the leading uh, the leading form of of finance be drugs ever work out Flourish. that great. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I was like, eh, you know, Sabal does have the traditional aspect of it. Where Karat come, came from, I think that's great. Um, the funny thing is, is when I finished the mission and uh, and went with Sabal, I went back to the temple and then shot him. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> yep, I did the so exact way- same thing. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you know what? You're done. Yeah. Boom, Gr- grenade, <laughs> grenade launcher, and that was it. Yeah. Because he was like, he was killing all those people right then and there. I'm like, just because they didn't follow the right path. I'm like, all right, now you're getting cultish. Yeah. So I'm just gonna blow you up right here with my grenade launcher. I did it with the sniper rifle. Hall, nice. who did you go with? I went with Sabal because we're from, such men. Well, oh. yeah, I we thought, are. Aren't well, we? no, I thought, and I would like to play the game going all the way with Amita. The thing was, is that I kind of figured that. Did you go with Sabal every mission? I went every with Sabal every mission because I kind of felt like things were going to get, the game made me feel like things were going to get a little bit messed up in the story if I didn't. And besides mm. that, a lot of times Sabal's like idea sounded for the people, like caring about the yeah, people deep involved. Because Amita's first yeah. thing is, you know, forget the soldiers. We just want the information. And I'm like, right. no, because there's really not a lot of soldiers. So Sabal's idea made sense to me, at least at first. And then Mm -hmm. as I was going down that path, I was like, well, I could see where Amita's plans make sense. Um, Yeah. But like the drugs thing, too, I was kind of like, well, I mean, how much medicine could it really be used for? You know, it was just like it was it was really tough to make those decisions. Um, Mm -hmm. So if so, we all picked Sabal. Did you guys all kill Amita? I thought you had to. No, I, nope, I, I didn't kill it. I, I didn't either. I just, <laughs> no, no, that's that's totally fine because either way, it didn't it didn't matter because you never see uh, her again. You never yeah. you never see her again. Which is so, that, that was so lame. Yeah, I thought for sure you'd like she'd pop up somewhere. But and router, um, I did the same thing as you. I I happened yeah. to go just back and forth with each of them, and I just happened to land on Sabal at the end. Yeah, I think I would have chosen Sabal if if I was going to land on Amita. But uh, I just kind of went back and forth every every other mission. I just, you know, it turns out that either one, it doesn't matter. It leads to some weirdness like eh, maybe we shouldn't have made this decision because <laughs> um, I went I went back and looked at, you know, well, what happens if you do go with Amita all the way? And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, kind of the same thing. So oh, okay. it's great. It's great how they did that, where, you know, you can make these what seems like very difficult decisions. And then, you know, it's still 
it still leads to kind of this a very similar outcome. Right. So I really I really like that. I like the fact that you can make these decisions and I thought it was really cool. And then so the whole point of the game, the whole reason you're in Kairat is because you cuz you're American kid pretty much. Yep. Uh and uh you're bringing your mother's ashes back to Laxmana. Uh which sounds like a place. And I don't know right. if I'm saying it right, but you know, the way they always, have you found Laxmana? Have you found, you know, I'll take you to Laxmana. And so you, you, you believe it's a place the whole time up until the end of the game. And, yep. uh, what did you got? So you're fighting with pagan men this whole time. You kill his stunt double pretty much. Uh, you chase him, which was really fun. That was a fun that chase. That was cool. I used the uh, wingsuit to chase him. By the way, <laughs> I loved the wingsuit. So I just—you are the wingsuit. I found a cliff and king. jumped off. <laughs> That's awesome. I used the buzzard. Um, I think I used the buzzard too, and I had the grenade launcher. So that was over in like a minute was, or less. That's exactly what I did too, Hall. I was like, "Man, this is done." Yeah, Boom! That was it was easy. easy. Um, I chased him, and I actually have a video clip of it. Uh, I chased him, chased him, chased him. Uh, had to start running at one point, <laughs> and um, I led the car with an explosive arrow. And so in the video, nice. you see me like, look at the car, lead it down the street, shoot it and exploded the car. It was a pretty nice shot. Nice. That was a great shot, man. Um, nice. Okay. So you come to the end. Is there anything in the story you guys wanted to talk about? I just wanted to talk about the end really. Well, let's do the end and we can always come back. Um, so at the end, you're faced with the option to shoot pagan men or to not shoot them. He said, Come on, I'll take you to Laxmana and uh you can put your mother's ashes. Here's the problem. I hated the ending. Did you really? Like I was get I was gonna do a song about this game, like I was so hyped on it, and the ending totally derailed me. And Did it really? I was pissed. Only because I shot Pagan. Okay. Because I thought in my head, why would I let him live? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so you guys talk about, let's talk about you guys. Neither of you guys shot him, right? Well, what I ended up doing is I did a, a save right before you go into that main room. Oh, look at so you. I, smart. So, yeah. So I always had a save right there. And the first thing I did popped him right in the head and that was it. game over. And then I went back to the save and then, and then went a couple, you know, went different ways. Right. So that way, cause I wanted to get kind of a, a different experience with it. Um, Paul, what did you do? Had, you didn't shoot it him, was, right? It was spoiled. That, that's the thing is it wasn't, the ending wasn't necessarily spoiled for me. I was just told that the ending was going to be better if you didn't shoot him. So I didn't shoot right. him. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And I, you know what? I'm, I mean, what I happens like if you that. shoot him? That's just the end. That's Dude, it. That's the end you of the game. shoot him and literally the credits roll. Yeah. With like, it's a slow mo. Mm-hmm. You could like, and I shot him in the head. So his head goes me back and then, dan- yeah. and then, dan- 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 back and to the left. Back, yep, back and to the left. And to the left. JFK the reference. Left. Love that. Um, I and I am the exact opposite of how you felt, Gabe. I actually thought it well, it kind of tied it in very nicely because we we find out that Pagan Min was with Ajay's mother. mother, mother, and so there is some blood there, sort of. Yep, some fa- family blood I there. I thought it was going to be that he actually was. Uh, AJ's father. AJ's father. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, I was I thought of that for a quick second, but the fact that he like allows you to go into the 
the little shrine and put uh, his mother's ashes on there. You know, I was like, you know what? That's kind of cool. I'll let, you know, let him go. And what Router's talking about is you go back into this shrine and you found out that Lakshmana is your half sister. Yes. That your father kills your, your Mohan kills. Uh, and so she wants her ashes next to Lakshmana's ashes and Lakshmana's is pagan men's daughter. So when you go in there, it says Lakshmana men. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's your mother and pagan's love child. And and that's yes. where they kind of dump on you. Like if you've went with Sabal at the end, it's like, well, is, is, how much different is Sabal than Mohan? Your father. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Which, you know, did unspeakable things. So it's like, man, it's really hard. And he tried to, and, and didn't Mohan kill your mother? Uh, n- that comes no, out of the story, it, right? Your mother killed Mohan. That's right. Your mom kills Mohan after Mohan kills Lakshmana. Lakshmana, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's just yeah. Nuts. I mean, uh, it was it was kind of a cool twist. I I throw, I really enjoyed it more. I think I definitely enjoyed that ending better than Far Cry 3's ending. I thought Far Cry's three ending was fairly abrupt. Yeah, but I like the fact that you know you're invested in this guy Ajay, and then you kind of find out how everything happened. So why wouldn't they just yeah. have the the ending where you shoot him? Like there's a letter on the table or something that you can read and it says everything that he said see and this is this is where i got like really mad so also um so just to finish out the other ending you you go lakshmana you find out that you're the king of kairat right right and then he leaves in a helicopter yep that's it and you can actually shoot the helicopter (laughs) i was thinking about that i was like huh yep um and so i didn't get that far here's what made me really mad and it kind of ruined the whole game for me. Oh, and that sucks. I know. And I was mad because, so you have these notes and these letters that you're finding throughout the the game, right? And so I started like hunting them out towards the end. Well, one of them is in there in the shrine. Yes. That's the last so, one I had to pick up. Yeah. So I, you know, after the credits, I let the credits roll. I usually always let the credits always roll all the way through. And you start back up the game and Sabal says over radio or maybe whoever you let live, did you find Lakshmana? And if you shot Pagan, you say no. Right. And so I said no. And, and then I'm, so I'm hunting out this last book and, uh, it takes you up back through Pagan's thing. He's still laying there, by the way. Oh, nice. Which was a nice touch. Um, with a bullet in the head. And, uh, I go and you find the shrine. Okay. And you find Lakshmana. And you see that her last name is Min, and uh, you can kind of put it together yourself. But you can't put the ashes down. Uh. And so I think they made a huge mistake not letting you do that because... That's the whole reason why you came back. That's the whole reason you came, and why can't I put them down now? Yeah. Like, well, I found it. Here I am. I found it. Why wouldn't I put my mother's ashes down and kind of get that part of the story and be able to put it together? It just really made me mad for some reason that you shoot Pagan, the story's over, and that's all there is to say about that. Mm. Yeah. And so that, that totally ruined the game for me. Oh man, that's, that sucks. Cause I, if, if that would have happened to me, that wouldn't, it wouldn't have made me that mad. Be like, oh, okay. Because but think you, about it, like throughout this whole game though, there's a lot of just like, this would never happen in real life, blah, blah, blah. Like, right, like a course, lot yeah. of this stuff is just, there's still an, uh, uh, an element of fantasy there. And that's fine. Like, and, and I kind of take far cry for what it is. And, and 
like a far I cry from reality. Exactly. <laughs> but, but I wasn't like any any which way in the storyline. I wasn't going to be mad about it at the end because I kind of expect it from a, a game like this. So I mean, and that's why I just did that that last save so I could see all the different ways to do it. And I wasn't mad mm-hmm. at any of them. I mean, that's the beauty of it. It's your choice. You can do whatever you want. Cause and I think that if I would have not shot him, I would have been happier with that ending. Of course you would have, I just, I just don't like that. If you do shoot him, you, you get no ending, right? There's or, no explanation. Or There's you no, can, you could do you the know. alternative and just sit at the table for 12 minutes and end the game that way. Too. Yeah. See, did that's anybody the, do that? I didn't, but I think that's the funny thing is that that a game like that, you can, you, if that happens, it's like, well, that's all, that's hilarious. <laughs> and you, you end the game and that's it. You know, I mean, that's, that's why I take that this game with a grain of salt, basically, because it's yeah. it's supposed to be more fun and kind of, you know, just w- a little witty about it. And I understand that, too. I think it just what it did for me was it got you invested right. with zero payoff. Right, right, men, right, right. Which I just think is a is a big letdown for being that invested in playing the game for that long. You know what right. I mean? I was like, give me some, I get nothing. Yeah. If I shoot Pagan, I get no ending. Yeah. You get the, the credits and that's it. You don't get to somehow still find out the story or even lay your mom's ashes down after you find Lakshmana anyway. Right. No, I, I see it. I see it. I kind of thought I had to get that off my chest. I've been wanting to get that off my chest <laughs> yeah. since I beat the game. I was like, I hate this ending so bad. Yeah. That's man. That's, that sucks that it made you that mad that you, you like, Hey, you're not going to do a song about it, which I'm really upset about. But, um, <laughs> but it, but that would, it would turn the game that sour for you that quickly. Yeah, it really did. That's what were you about to say, Hall? Crazy. I was going to say, like, I made a lot of assumptions going into this game. Like, I kind of mm-hmm. thought, so from the outset of the game, I'm thinking they're going to pull a switcheroo on you and Pagan Man is your dad. Right. Um, right. And then I also thought, the choice system, I, I was thinking there's going to be a good and a bad choice and it's not going to be very clear cut, but there's going to be a good and a bad choice to everything. And at the end of the game, uh, Pagan's going to ask you to either take his place as dictator or take, or, you know, shoot him and become the peaceful king or something. So that, that's kind of what I thought the game would be. Right. So you had probably well so i thought long and hard about the decisions but towards the end of the game i realized well there's good and bad to both and it really doesn't it doesn't doesn't matter either way yeah Yeah. with these kind of games though that's why i always like especially with ubisoft stuff i will always do a save and a checkpoint right before the end of a game because that way i can go back to it and have the you know because there's always different decisions to make with these games so Mm -hmm. that that's my little tip is to definitely with any of these games, I always try and do, and I'm I'm actually going to do this for any game at this point, like with the Order and and you know Halo, Witcher Three, all these stuff, all these games coming out. Like toward when I know it's we're getting close to the end, just constantly make save checkpoints so I can go back. Yeah, that's smart. Um, did so? Did we think Far Cry Three intro better than Far Cry Four intro? Far Cry Three intro different than Far Cry Four intro. Yeah. Definitely different. I think I like three better still, though. I think I like three better just, for the action element. Yeah, right. Because like in the beginning, you're like tourist, you're doing all this touristy stuff, and then you find out that it's a video from a phone, and boom, it leaves it. You know, 
leads you right into it. That was awesome. That was a great touch. Yeah, that was like a let's get to it kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. Where I you're escaping. That. The first thing you're doing is escaping. I did like the the Bond esque villain introduction of Pagan exactly. Men, though. Like he comes, you know, I did dig that. Man, Troy just nailed that voice. What the and heck just, with that guy? Oh, he was just like, he was sinister, and you could tell it's like, I'm going to see this guy again. It's a total Bond villain moment. Uh, you know, he gets out, he stabs the dude with a with his knife, and oh, it's awesome. It wasn't even a no, knife. It was, it was, pen. Like it was a, a pen. Yeah, it looked like a, yeah. <laughs> It was God, inc- it was incredible, and then he takes a selfie. That was awesome. Like great, great little touches. But I, I loved that you I got s- to see AJ for a second. You yeah. never get to see the first person person. That's true. In the first person view. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, let's talk some of the the other mission stuff. Did you like the Sri the Sri Lanka missions with the the tiger and everything? I hated them. They felt like a burden. Yeah, it was a so burden. I didn't end up doing them. I did like I did two or three of them. And then well, I was they, like, I don't feel like doing this anymore. <laughs> right, exactly. I did, I think, three. I'm like, ah, okay, I'm done. I don't need I don't need to worry about this and ring a bell and all this other stuff. The um, one thing that I did note, though, is that there's in the, I want to say second or third one, when you're walking along the creek and you hear uh, Amita talking uh, to her. That's what her made people. me not go with her at the end. Right. That's exactly yeah. the ending if you do choose to go with her, you see that entire scene played out in a, in a, one of the towns mm. where she's so, yeah, because she ends up killing people too. Or oh saying, yeah, if no, you don't she, do what I say, we're gonna kill you. You're yeah. right, and the, that yeah, and the whole point of that was she was taking the first the the young uh, boys and girls and putting them in her army, and so she's basically telling the parents you have to do this or or else. And then I think the other, as far as the other side missions, the yogi and basically the drug missions, I, they were just kind of stupid for me too. I didn't like those. The two guys that constantly offer oh, you yogi. drugs, yogi, yeah, and what's I didn't the like other? those either. Like I, I finished I them all. Some of them, but I finished them all just to be like, okay, what do you get? You really don't get a ton out of it. But to me, those reminded me of those really weird games in Watch Dogs too, where it's like it's not part of the story and it's just like filler stuff. But I. Didn't I, it doesn't need to be in there. Amen. But um, man, overall, it was still game of the year for me. I just I love the fact that you had so many different options. The fact that you could climb on an elephant, run into an outpost, and just crush everybody. <laughs> I mean, who does that in the game? Who thinks about yeah. that? That's brilliant. The fact that you can lead animals in before ahead of time by throwing the meat I in there. That. I think that it's, was my favorite. That's how I beat it one was of the just stealth missions. Yeah, there you so go. I just led the. Oh, that's how I beat most. Yeah, missions. I just led the animals yeah. in and then ran around the back. This is going to sound so OCD, but those stealth missions, I ended up going and stealth killing everybody until I got to the final person that you actually had to stealth. I loved doing that so much. <laughs> Me too. I stealth killed almost everybody in the whole well, game. You couldn't do yep. that with the truck mission because the guy drove away. I hated that mission. Right. Yeah, I didn't like that mission either. I don't remember. Yeah, that it was. Either, but... Oh, we had to sneak in the back of the truck. Yeah. Because if you start killing people, he just drove away. He's like, yeah. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, man, I it's, I think everything about the the UI of that game, the the guns felt so good. When you're, mm-hmm. when you're pulling those triggers, you get a little recoil. You hear the ping of the bullets. It just felt so good. And right. I, I think it's better than like a Call of Duty game to me. And I haven't played a whole lot of Call of Duty games, but I love the shooting of this game. It just felt so smooth 
and it just seemed flawless. My go, go. my go to weapons were the grenade launcher. And um, that was like for everything, especially when I'm on the road, you just blow up the Jeeps and boom, you get a multi kill oh, right there. It. And then I used the shredder with a, uh, a dot scope on him for like my main one. And then for all the stealth stuff, I used uh, just the arrows in the, in the melee. Uh, I was bow and arrow, sniper rifle, and then buzzsaw later in the game. Nice. I didn't do a whole lot of sniping at all. I actually. sniped my butt off. Nice. <laughs> my god. I gosh. love that. Paul, what was oh, yours? What were your yeah? What were your weapons? Uh, the grenade. I like when I play these games. I like to stick to four weapons once I get them. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, the grenade launcher for my secondary. I mean that. That was a no brainer. Like I got, I that, never like, used oh, that. I got ever. that like right Dude. in the beginning of the game. Yeah, I did too, and that made life so much easier. Really and did. I just loved hearing that. Thump. Oh, it just had the greatest sound <laughs> when it went out. Just boom, and then boom, everybody just you just blew up everybody. You would get all your multi kills that way, which also led to better XP. Never so used it. I, man, that was yeah, so that was great. my go to. So every every yep. now and then, the grenades wouldn't explode. That was weird. Yeah. They would bounce like I uh, a couple of them bounced off. Yeah. Oh, like you would is, get a dud. Either a dud or they just bounced away from where you were wanted. Yeah, it was wanted weird. them to go. Um, wow. It was still great. I think what was it? I had one of the ARs, but I can't remember which one it was. It was just one of the most powerful ARs, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I went. I always whatever had the best damage. What, and however I could upgrade it that, that would give me the best damage. And for me, the shredder had a, uh, a little bit of a lag and reload, but it still did some, some of the better damage. Was that a heavy machine gun or was that? No, no, it was just, it was just an AR. Okay. So that, I might have um, had that one too. I, I yeah, can't remember the name of the just, one I used. It was just, man, the, those guns just felt good. It just felt good all around. I <laughs> used the, uh, the upgraded bow. Because uh, you always yeah, oh, yeah. had to have that just in case, and then with the scope, yeah. And then I had yep. a I had an SMG. I'm trying to remember which one it was, but I switched to sniper uh, halfway through the game to put my last slot because after you do the first mission with Willis, I was like, wow, this this is really effective. So I'm going to keep yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like the fact that you you went out of the map and went up to the Himalayas and did that kind of stuff. Like those those little Nice little treats were really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really I that. loved uh, what's that guy the the Jamaican guy. I loved oh, doing his God, missions. Yeah, uh, Longinus. Longus. Yeah, yeah, he was great. I, lo- I did all of his missions. Oh, yeah, I me did, too. I did a couple of his. I think I had maybe one or two left. His man, the voice acting in that was great. Yeah. So He's God said character. he called down and da da da. Like just <laughs> yeah, I just loved scripture it. all the time. It was so funny the way Revelation he would, three four. The way oh, he twisted so. the word, I was like, I I recognize people using the Bible out of context. Oh yeah, yeah, I love that. Yep, as he's holding an MK or whatever it was, <laughs> yeah, that that AK. Was yeah, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, it's great game overall, man. That's my take on it. It's still, it will always, it will be game of the year for me for 2014. I always recommend it to somebody, and uh, I'm looking forward to the next one. Well, there you go. Rate it zero to ten. Ten. Paul, it's hard for me not to say a ten because I can't really find anything I didn't like about it. Yeah, I mean, even with the story and the ending aside, I I could not wait to keep playing this game. I just, I just had. There were probably times when I just had big old smiles on my face because it was just so much fun 
to go in and just and you could with the outpost and everything you could do whatever you wanted like sky's the limit on that stuff yeah and i like that they was, added the outpost master stuff that was pretty cool so you could go back and redo yeah, it you can I, go back and redo it i only and, did that a couple times if i i really did here because then i because i realized it didn't really help me right in the end, so i was like but, mm. but for me what really helped was if you could do it with either no alarms if you do it with no alarms and you don't get get tech detected, you had you got like eighteen to two thousand XP, and mm-hmm. that I milked that, and that's how I got like really great XP. Like I got to the point where I had almost all the guns. Uh, I, I was pretty much maxed out, and I was still I still had like uh, three quarters of the game or a quarter of the game left to go. So Please. I was I was fearless. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say they should have made it to where, see, that's the problem I had with it is it was like, oh, okay, well, you get rewarded for being more stealthy. They should have made it to where you could get rewarded for taking on more enemies or taking on stronger enemies Mm -hmm. or something like that. Because that's that's what I would have enjoyed in that mode. Right, right, right. So, like, I like the idea and stuff, and I did it a few times, but it, it wasn't advantageous to me because I just took everybody out. Yeah, I mean, if you if you stealth killed and meleeed a heavy, you got six hundred XP just like that. Mm. Like that was one. I always, if there was a heavy, I always stealth killed him because you get the most XP. Right. I was all See, I was all about XP and money, and I had so much money at the start that I bought all of the maps and then just kept get kept getting money, and I didn't have to like I didn't have to go and finish a mission to get a gun that I wanted. I could just buy it. Right. See, I, I'd like to see them with the next game explore like being able to reward you for mixing up your weapons and stuff. When, yeah, like like when you're attacking a heavy, maybe like if you're using certain strategies, like besides stealth, like maybe uh, from with me for instance, every time I encountered a heavy, I'd switch to my grenade launcher and kind of use a mix of grenade yeah. launcher and mines and C4 <laughs> and all and, that different stuff. And so. there were some trophies for that, like if you did a fifty yard shot with a bow. Uh, if you yeah, did a, one, yeah. yeah, if you did, I love that one. Uh, I really should have plat- gone back and platinum this if it wasn't for some of the co-op stuff. Cause I was 85% done with it. I had most of the hmm. trophies. So, and I may, it's still kind of in the back of my mind. I may, you know, pull it up, grab some people from the community, do the co-op stuff so I can get those trophies. It's still in the back of my mind, but we'll see. Nice. That's Far Cry 4. Oh, give me your rating, Gabe. What was your? Oh, hey. Eight. Okay, there you go. I would say seven, but that wingsuit. Yeah, <laughs> that is the bomb, isn't it? I loved that. I mean, every t- every tower I I you know every radio tower I unlocked after getting the wingsuit. That was I never used a zip line again. No, you didn't. That's awesome. That's <laughs> no, so I, great. I, I, I would I would put a waypoint for my next place I was going on the map and no. wingsuit there, baby. That's so cool. Nice. Yeah, I love that freaking That's thing. That's good. Golly. And the sniper rifle. Like once I got the strongest sniper rifle. I could start oh, taking down rhinos with one shot so I could nice. upgrade all my stuff. Oh, it was great. Wish I would have known about that. I didn't encounter a whole lot of rhinos like towards the end of the game. Like, yeah, I went looking the game, for them. I just stopped seeing them. They went yeah. extinct or something. Yeah, it's interesting the way they do the maps uh, because some animals just aren't in North Karat. Yeah. You know, yeah. you have to go back to Southern Karat to get them. Yep. All right, y'all. I love it. Spoiler freaking fest. We haven't done one since uh, Walking Dead season one. I don't. Think. Oh wow! Yeah, you're right. Uh, we got to do some more. Yeah, hey, we, got... we all have the order. We all have that pre-ordered, so that might be our next one that we spoiler cast. There we go. I love it. All right. Well, uh, I don't know if I need to do an exit again. 
We could oh. do a very subtle or, or low key one. How about um yeah, Hall, you do it. Why don't we just fade off into the sunset? You want to do that? We could yeah, do let's that. Just do that. Yeah, we'll just mosey on out of here. Appreciate you guys listening. We're about this thing. Uh, peace, peace. peace.